Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, January 23rd. Welcome to the show, you guys. We're happy to see you all um, out here tonight. Um, we have a great show planned for tonight, but before I bring uh, our guest on tonight, before I bring my sister on, I want to go straight to a quick, um, quick commercial break. How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right. We are back. And again, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Just want to remind you, if you have a comment or a question about um, tonight's show, or if you have a comment for our guests, please give us a, a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise. Good evening, everyone, and once again, welcome to Beauty Talks. Just very quickly, I want I have some quick uh, beauty news about ISSC because that was supposed to be happening uh, pretty soon, but they have new dates and the new dates are June 25th through the 26th of this year in Long Beach, California, at the Long Beacon Convention Center, um, located at 300 East Ocean Boulevard in Long Beach, California. With the rise in the COVID concerns across the country and the ISSE date being so close to a predicted spike, since we're so close to um, coming from the holidays, PBA has made a decision to move ISSE to June 25th through 26th as well as NAHA, which is the North American Hairstyling Awards, will also be shifting to April 3rd of this year. Um, they look forward to reconnecting with everyone at the new date in June. 
and an updated uh, registration link will be available soon on their website. If you already have tickets, it will simply uh, transfer to the new June date, so you don't have to worry about that. Or you can contact ISSE at, at, at C-S-R-E-G dot Z-O-H-O-D-E-S-K dot com for refunds. Let me repeat that. That's ISSE at C-S-R-E-G dot Z-O-H-O-D-E-S-K dot com. And then you can contact ISSE at probeauty.org if you have questions. Um, if you have a hotel reserve, you can contact the hotel directly to cancel. And um, they will also share an updated link for rebooking uh, those hotels as soon as possible, as soon as they have them available. So just wanted to get that information out really quickly. Um, but also the, the cost of a two-day ticket for this event is $45 if you're a PBA member. And if you're not a PBA member, the cost of the two-day ticket is just $95. So, again, you can check out uh, probeauty.org for more information on those events um, as well as information on, you know, how to attend the show, the hotels, and things like that. All right. Thank you so much for that. All right. All right. I want to bring our guests on tonight. So we have... The sisters, I keep calling them the ladies, but they are actually sisters, and I'll let them come on and introduce themselves um, right now. Welcome to Beauty Talk, ladies. Hello. Hi. Who do we Thank have? Thank you so um, much for having us. Absolutely. Oh, you're welcome. Who do we have with us tonight? Yes, you have Karima and Salia here, um, and Najee, our other sister, unfortunately, couldn't make it tonight, but she definitely spends um, since her kindest regards. All right. Not a problem. Welcome again, ladies. Let's just jump right into the conversation. Um, introduce, well, you just introduced yourselves, but uh, give us, introduce yourselves again to our listening audience and let them know a little bit about yourselves and how, how Sabrina Cosmetics came about. Sure. So um, we are the sisters um, of Sabrina Cosmetics, as well as the founders. Um, Sabrina Cosmetics was founded in honor of my aunt, Nabia Sabrina, who lost her battle with breast cancer in 2009. She really loved beauty, makeup, fashion. Um, so we just wanted to create a brand to keep her legacy alive. Um, while figuring out how to even start a beauty brand, we found that almost 75% of products marketed to black women had potentially hazardous ingredients. So that kind of um, enhanced us or pr- promoted us to create healthy and safe products. So um, right now we have um, lipsticks, lip glosses, and liquid mats out, um, and we, of course, plan to grow and expand our line as we continue to grow. Nice. Now, are any of you ladies beauty professionals? Uh, no, n- uh, none of us are beauty professionals. Um, all of our careers are quite drastically different, but um, we all were pretty much <laughs> raised up in the in the arts. So um, we're very very creative um, people. So I think that definitely gave us an advantage in terms of helping us um, create the line. Well, tell us nice. a little bit about what what you all do. I'm just curious. 
Sure. So professionally, um, I have about 10 years of um, healthcare experience um, in healthcare administration. Um, I possess two degrees of bachelor's and an MBA. Um, Karima, do you want to tell? Um, yes, I have and a this bachelor's is, degree. Wait who, who was I, who was just speaking? Oh, that was Salia. Okay, Salia was just speaking first. Okay, now Karima. Okay. Yes, trying to get I these have, voices. Um, Yes, I have a um, bachelor's degree in international business. So my um, background is in business um, and government contracting right now, So, which is totally different from beauty, but I really enjoy right. kind of having a place where I can allow my creative ideas to flow because con- government contracting is a little, it's a little boring at times, but I'm grateful for this brand. <laughs> But, you know, just all throughout the industry, you know, we've we've seen this all the time. Like, people coming from, you know, totally different backgrounds from the beauty industry. But, you know, it works. Like, the two of us, we were both accountants, you know, for about 12 years or more before we even started in the beauty business. So, it, it you know, it's not a foreign concept that, you know, <laughs> you guys are doing yes. totally different from beauty. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, let me ask you, as young entrepreneurs, were there any challenges when you were out there trying to start this brand? Um, I would say the challenges that we had were mainly finding um, our team to help us execute the vision um, that we have. Mm-hmm. Well, my sisters and I were very meticulous and um, and I think it's been to our benefit about how we present our brand, um, our brand positioning, our vision for our brand. And um, so it's just sometimes, you know, you could find people or persons that you think understand your brand vision, and then they don't. So then you have to start all over from scratch. And that's happened to us before. But it's to our benefit because um, we like to make sure that um, when we service our patients, that we're giving them the best products possible. So. I would say that's been our our biggest challenge at times. Yeah. Um, Now, when when did you start? Yes, so um, we founded the company in 2016, um, so it was an idea. Um, At the time, uh, I was about 20, 22, 23 at the time, and so that's when we officially founded. We took about two years to kind of make sure that we researched, understood um, what we were doing, understanding our why, the direction that we wanted to do, R&D, um, all of those different aspects of creating a successful brand. And then we officially launched in October 2019, I mean, excuse me, 2018, which is um, the birth month of my aunt and then also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So it's a very significant month um, for us. Gotcha. Sorry, I I lost you all. Oh. Oh, okay. We did. We didn't know if it was on our end or we. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was. Just, I was just wondering. You know, 2020 came around and COVID showed up. How did that have any effects on your business and what you were trying to do? Um, 
Sure. Um, I mean, actually, I would say it was a great benefit to our business um, during at the start of the pandemic. Um, you know, a lot of people in different parts of the country were, um, you know, on lockdown. So it was more time for people to be at home and to kind of prioritize self-care. So because we were already a clean brand, cruelty-free and vegan, um, it actually helped our sales. And then it was also kind of in the midst of, you know, a lot of tensions that were going on. So, you know, just um, finding people within the industry and outside of the industry who found out about our brand and helping us raise brand awareness because um, some people may have highlighted us because we were cruelty-free, others because we're vegan, others because we're women-owned, others because we're black-owned, um, others because we're clean beauty. So um, it definitely helped us in a way um, raise our brand awareness. Nice. Now, explain to the, our audience what does clean beauty actually mean? Sure. Um, so I would say, based off of kind of where we are right now with the term clean beauty, um, I know it's kind of controversial for some, but our definition of clean beauty is um, us uh, curating products that won't cause any intentional harm um, uh, mm-hmm. to our customers if, if they use them. So just being more so mindful of the ingredients that we use and trying to create um, or create products that have ingredients that would um, service the large amount of people within our niche as possible uh, with ingredients that have had a history of not showing, um, you know, any type of detriment. Um, it's best mm-hmm. desirability, of course, you know, so everything that one product that works for one person may not work for another, but for the most part, that's where our focus is. So that's our definition of clean beauty. We know it could be a spectrum of definitions, but that's our definition. Yeah. Nice. Um, were there any, have, have there been any challenges with you guys, you know, trying to create this clean beauty brand? Um, I would say our, our biggest challenge, um, I think, like I said, was just pretty much finding the right team to execute our vision. Um, you know, we were very intentional in making sure that our formulations were custom formulations. So, um, and making sure that it was um, literally clean or to our definition, to our standard. So also finding chemists who actually wanted to kind of push the bounds of, of, of what they normally do. So that was something that was um, a challenge for us. And then um, also, like I said, finding the right team to make sure that the ideas that were in my sister's and I's head actually were able to come to fruition. So um, I would say those were the biggest challenges that we had. Also, a luxury brand. Um, how how do you merge luxury and clean? And then how do you, how have you been promoting that? Sure. So when we first initially started the brand, we always wanted to be a luxury brand, but we knew that um, we wanted to move in phases. And we're very intentional with how we operate our business. We like to utilize data when we make decisions, uh, at least as a part of how we make our decisions. So after we had enough information to say, okay, um, we understand our consumer, we understand where we want to go, we understand we know what our mission is and our vision is, okay, let's pivot into this um, category. If you look at a lot of the uh, luxury brands, they're kind of offshoots of, the um, fashion houses that you may have, like Dior, Chanel, Tom mm-hmm. Ford, but a lot of them are not the primary focus. 
so a lot of the ingredients mm-hmm. are not necessarily the best ingredients that um, we feel is on the market. And luxury, um, really at its core, it represents the um, epitome of equality and craftsmanship. And that was very important. That's always been um, something that was been integral to our part, um, to our process. So we wanted to pretty much show that beauty, luxury beauty can, um, clean beauty can uh, still be clean and still functional and still have that that um, upscale, elegant, elevated process without sacrificing performance or um, quality ingre- ingredients and craftsmanship. Nice. What um, are the roles that each each of you play in the in the business? Do you guys all have individual roles? Yeah, so um, this is Karima speaking. I'm pretty much over marketing and um, brand development, so pretty much overseeing the creative direction of the photo shoots, content, um, and pretty much figuring out ways to get our brand in front of the right people and helping Salia, um, who's also over product development. Um, she's amazing at finding these ingredients. I don't really know how she does this, but she's really amazing at figuring out how to formulate products specifically for women of color. So um, every product that she or that we create together, um, finding out how to market the product and putting it in front of the right people, as well as Najia, she's also um, a creative director and helping us figure out um, how we can position ourselves creatively um, in front of the world. So we all have different strengths, and it's really cool working with um, my sisters. Um, it's it can be challenging at times, but it's it's always fun when you're working with family, and it's a family mission and a family brand. So I love it. Nice. <laughs> have you mentioned um, earlier what what you guys have? Tell us a little bit about your products, and then let me just give us an idea of how people are responding to um, to what you guys are doing. Sure. So um, we have lipstick. We have metallic lipstick and satin lipsticks called Elena Lip Rouges. And then we have Nora Glosses that comes in five different shades, as well as our Zara Mattes, which come in three different shades. And those, um, our Nora Gloss and our Elena Lip Rouge satin can also be bought as a collection. Um, so they're all formulated, with, like Talia says, with the best clean ingredients. Our packaging is also sustainable packaging, meaning every part of our packaging can be recycled. So we are a sustainable brand, and we want to continue to be a sustainable brand um, because that's important to us. Um, as far as people responding to our products, I think they really love our products. Um, our products are very pigmented, which clean beauty products aren't often, and I think finding that right balance um, can be tricky with making clean products, but I think we've done a great job of creating a formula that's moisturizing and well-pigmented. Some influencers have compared our um, lipstick, our satin lipstick to Tom, um, which we really hold in high regard um, as a new brand, um, creating something that's all new, all custom formulas. Nice. Now, Karima, what what goes into putting together these photo shoots? Because the visuals on your site are amazing. So what goes into putting together um, your photo shoots? Oh, wow. So a lot goes into that. Um, I was fortunate to um, do that, uh, our previous photo shoot last year. Um, so 
just like you would do unto like any photo shoot, finding the right models, finding the right photographers, the videographers, and also having a vision for each photo shoot, what are we trying to relay? So um, last last year when we uh, done our um, photo shoot, we were trying to convey ele- elegance and femininity shown in mansions um, and women, specifically black women, being carefree and luxury. So um, I take pride in creating our campaigns because I want to show um, women of color in a different light. I want to show them in boardrooms, on yachts, in mansions, where we deserve to be at. Um, so that's kind of a vision that we have for our brand, and I'm excited to continue to create um, different campaigns for our brand. Nice. Um, you know, there are so many there's so many luxury, like you mentioned, luxury brands out there. Um, there are so many just cosmetic brands in general that uh, women of color can actually go and, and find something that they can use. And then there are also so many brands now um, for women of, color, women of color in particular. What makes Sabrine different? How do you guys stand out from the rest? Because there's, there's so many cosmetic brands out there. Uh, what makes you guys stand out? Um, and there's so many clean cosmetic brands out there, um, vegan brands out there. Um, what makes you guys different? Sure. Um, this is Salia speaking. Um, I would say what makes our brand different is our approach to how we approach beauty. Um, we're very, very diligent um, about our vision and our mission, and our ultimate vision is to become the global destination for um, luxury beauty. Um, so that's for women of color. Um, so that's very important to us. So one of the things that, um, like I said, is at the forefront for us is um, maintaining some of the pillars of luxury, which is familial heritage, craftsmanship, quality, sustainability, authenticity, those are some of our um, our pillars of our brand, amongst others, um, that are important to us. So um, being that those are at the forefront, we don't approach creating products as from a beauty standpoint. We approach it from a luxury standpoint, making craftsmanship and um, quality and um, being cutting edge at the forefront of everything that we do. Um, so you could have 20 different clean beauty brands, and what's important to one may not be important to another. Um, so that's how we stand out. Um, I think also, too, we're taking a bit of a different approach to luxury. We find, like, if you look at a lot of luxury products, if you would like to go on, like, a Neiman Marcus or a Saks Avenue, you go to the clean beauty section, The the um, sometimes the packaging can be a little just, they will kind of all blend in. And we're, we're kind of like, our packaging is pink and it has flowers on it. And it still has a luxury feel to it, but it has a little bit of character um, to it. So we're we're just trying to push the limits to what luxury is for us and define it, which we haven't really seen from a women of color's perspective often. So um, that's how we stand out. Nice. That's good because you, we're, I think we're kind of seeing in all areas of fashion because when I think about like with Telfar, what Telfar is doing with handbags and, and I think he's totally redefined what a luxury handbag is. You know, most people are, are um, so used to spending, you know, well over $2,500 for a nice 
luxury handbag, but I think he's totally redefined that with, with the one, the price of his handbags and, and the look of the handbags. And so I think that's, um, I, I just love what you said about that with the packaging. You know, it, I think it definitely stands out, and I think it definitely still says luxury. Thank you so much. So let me ask you guys so, this. What are your plans to expand your brand? Sure. Um, so our brand to expand our um, brand is to pretty much continue to raise our brand awareness. Um, again, I, I'll continue to reiterate this. We're very, very um, intentional. Um, we don't believe, like, we're running a sprint. We're running a marathon. So that's going to take a while. And we're just, we don't want to move, Glee. We want to move correctly and diligently. So um, basically, right now, we're in the phase of just continuing to raise our brand awareness, continually to, um, excuse me, continuing to um, make sure that um, we're raising our quality. Um, every time we work on products, we're always asking ourselves, what can we do better than we did um, the last time? So we're never really quite satisfied. Great reviews are great, but then we think, okay, this is great, but how can it be better? Um, so I think that's where we are with it. And then also um, through a diligent process, finding the right retailers that make sense and working with people who actually believe in our mission and our brand. Um, a lot of times you'll see brands who think that, um, I guess, what's for lack of a better term, being at the forefront all the time. And sometimes it's not about that. It's about being with the right people at the right time for the right reason and the right purpose. So I think that's where we are with everything. Nice. And how do you how do you think? And I know you may have um, may have answered some of this and some of your other answers, but where do you see Sabrina Cosmetics, or how does Sabrina Cosmetics fit into today's um, landscape of beauty in the direction that beauty is going? How do you see um, Sabrina fitting in? Sure. Um, from our humble opinion, we kind of strive not to fit in. And that's also a pillar of luxury. Our our goal is to make sure that we bring people into our world. And I think that's one of the benefits of being a luxury brand. It's not really about what everybody else is doing. It's about what makes you unique in doing that at the highest level um, that that you can. I think one of the our greatest assets is that um, my sisters and I study and we we kind of become uh, like mad scientists about what we do. We're constantly dissecting what's going on. So like the sustainable aspect, like um, we turned sustainable, I think, was it late 2020? So before it became, or 2019, so before before it became a big household name, like we were already moving sustainable, even with clean. I remember when we launched, a lot of people didn't even know what clean beauty was. So we're constantly mm-hmm. trying to make sure that we're staying ahead of the game. And, and, and that I think that comes with the innovation part of things. So that's very important to us. Nice. Nice. Is there anything about the brand, uh, the company, that you haven't said that you would like for people to know? Yes. Uh, One part that we didn't mention was our philanthropic uh, partner, um, the Orly Smith Cancer Research Foundation, headed by Dr. Hydea Green. Um, Dr. Hydea Green, she's a... um, a, uh, a doctor from Atlanta, Georgia, who actually um, has come up with the first non-invasive cancer treatment in the country. Um, so she has a lot of accolades. You can look her up. 
and uh, we partnered with her. Um, so whenever you make a purchase through our um, through our store on our direct to consumer website at SabrinaCosmetics.com, you have an option to pledge and donate, and the 100% of those funds goes towards her mission for cancer research. Um, and she um, where we had similar synergies in the sense that she too lost her aunt or not breast cancer, but she lost her, um, her aunt from cancer. So her entire organization focuses on that. And that's very, very important to us um, being that cancer, a myriad of cancers um, affects um, people of color and specifically women of color. So that's very, very important to us. It's not a gimmick. It's something that we're very passionate about. So um, that's one of the pieces that I wanted to make sure that we um, recognized and highlighted. Nice. nice. So and where, where, did you, where did you say? Where did you yes, say this um, was on your website? Um, if you check out um, on the checkout page, um, it's, gotcha. it's, a, uh-huh. it's a section. And then also, if you look under our Sabrina Edit, we actually have highlighted um, Dr. Hydea Green. Um, so um, you can um, look her up and, um, and it's on okay. the blog post with more information about her and her initiatives. Gotcha. Um, share your share your website and where you can be found on social media as well. Absolutely. Um, SabrinaCosmetics.com. That's S-A-B as in Bravo, R-E-E-N as in November, Cosmetics.com. Um, you can utilize that for all social media um, platforms. And, um, and that's our direct-to-consumer website. You can also be found on um, Various Shop and our international partner, ut.me. That's for all of our international patients who would love to um, try our products out as well. Nice. And last question, ladies. What's your definition of beauty? Um, this is Karima speaking. I think um, at least my definition of beauty is um, – it comes from the inside. So whatever anybody defines as beauty for themselves is what what it is. So for me, it's when I feel um, spiritually, mentally, physically um, at peace and well in spirit. Um, and I think when I'm all balanced, I'm able to um, shine differently, um, especially when I'm happier. So that's kind of my definition of beauty. What about you, Salia? Um, I would say my definition of beauty is when um, I'm authentically myself. Um, I think anything and any other things that help me um, help enhance that. So that's my definition of beauty. I know, like I said, beauty is one of those things that's on a spectrum. You have some people who feel like uh, they, they're very maximalist with what their beauty is, and you have some people who are very minimalist. So, But that's just my definition, anything and um, sometimes it ranges for me. Sometimes I'm a maximalist with those things, and sometimes I'm a minimalist with those things. It depends on how I feel. And I think that's one of the great things right. about beauty, being able to yeah. have that opportunity to express yourself in, in a myriad of ways. Yeah, I definitely right. agree. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's Very the thing that well I love about ladies. <laughs> yes, that's the thing that I love about um, the definition of beauty because it, it can change at any time. And it's not, you know, it's not one definition that we all live by. Everybody has their own. So that's the thing I love about it. I agree. <laughs> well, thank you so much, ladies. Um, we wish you guys well. Um, keep up the great work. And uh, maybe we'll get you back on later down the road. We find out when you guys are doing some um, some new things with the brand. Let us know, and we'll get you guys back on. 
thank you so much, and we truly appreciate um, you guys having us on the platform. It's truly an honor, and it's pretty cool to be, you know, speaking with other sisters, too. So it's really, really been a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, love, I love that. I love sisters in business. Um, it's, a, it's a great thing. So, again, thank you guys so much. We greatly appreciate it. We know you guys have, um, a, you know, another engagement, so we will let you go. Uh, but, again, thank you. And thank you to Alexis for helping us get this together. Thank, thank you so yeah. much. Absolutely. You're welcome. Good night. Thank you again to the sisters of Sabrina Cosmetics. It's actually three of them. Two of us. Two of them were speaking with us tonight. Um, so it's good to get them on. Thanks again to them. Uh, we are going to jump over on um, Twitter Spaces. for a few minutes. Twitter Spaces. I'm sorry, Twitter Spaces. And uh, we did have a conversation. <laughs> I know. Always forget. <laughs> But we did have a conversation. Um, someone brought something to our attention, I should say, um, earlier in the week that I kind of wanted to mention tonight just to get you guys' thoughts, um, but not be on <laughs> for long. I know I say it every week, 30 minutes, and it winds up being something more than that. But I'm going to try to keep it <laughs> to 30 minutes this time. So, but just want to get you guys' opinion. We're going to jump on it, uh, Twitter Spaces in a couple of minutes. So, again, thank yep. you for joining us tonight. Again, thank you to the ladies of Sabrina Cosmetics. Go out and follow them, sabrinacosmetics.com. Um, check them out, and um, we'll check you guys out over on Twitter Spaces. Have a wonderful evening, and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.